0: Welcome to Niche Podcast, your weekly rundown of the biotech, clinical research, and life science industries. I'm your host, Dr. Noah Goodson. This week, Charles River acquires Retrogenics. IQVIA fully acquires Q2 Solutions. AGIOS sells $1.8 billion in oncology. And Alloy forges a $75 million Series C. Charles River Laboratories has acquired the clinical research organization, CRO, Retrogenics Limited in a $48 million deal. Retrogenics is a small, focused CRO with significant preclinical expertise in bioanalytics. They've built most of their brand around a proprietary microarray solution that improves target receptor identification, off-target profiling, and target deconvolution. At $48 million, this is hardly the biggest deal Charles River has done, even just this year. Remember, they purchased Cognate Biosciences for $875 million. Uh, We reported that back in episode 35. Then they raised a billion dollars in senior notes. All the capital is getting funneled into preclinical preparations for Charles River to provide services to the burgeoning personalized medicine market. Cognate is a CMDO, and this latest acquisition of Retrogenics mixes in early screening and preclinical research with the rest of what Charles River does. Now, this does not quite put them in the LabCorp space, who purchased Covance to run end-to-end lab and CRO services, but it does mean that Charles River has meaningfully expanded capabilities from start to finish in high-end development, testing, and delivery of novel therapeutics. For Retrogenics, this is a great sale, and it's an example of niche technical solutions getting gobbled up in the clinical development space. What made Retrogenics stand out? From my perspective, they combined service targets with a proprietary technology. This let them blend their valuation between that of a small service provider and that of a biotechnology company. From Charles River's perspective, even if the company and personnel end up being lower value, they probably won't, the technology has inherent value. My guess is that we'll see at least 20 more acquisitions like this across the clinical development space in the next six to nine months. They won't all be $50 million deals, but there are a lot of instances like this where it's cheaper for larger companies to buy rather than build a solution. And these small companies have created those solutions for them. IQVIA has fully acquired the remaining stake in Q2, for a $760 million cash deal from their partner Quest Diagnostics. Q2 was started in 2015 when LabCorp scooped up Covance. Basically, it was a way for Quest and IQVIA, then Quintiles, to compete with the super CRO lab service giant. With Quest getting the COVID-19 bump in diagnostic testing, they're ready to refocus on that space. This sees 2Q come fully under IQVIA ownership and continue work as a CRO lab partner. It's clear that IQVIA thinks there will be added value in maintaining Q2 solutions. What's not clear to me is if Q2 is a very profitable venture in and of itself, or if it's a means of keeping it in the family for IQVIA as they offer other services. Yes, at $760 million for 40%, it's clearly not worthless. But... A low profit venture may have higher than cover charge value if it keeps capital funneled internally rather than externally. This in the family total service solution will certainly be part of IQVIA's strategy to stay near the top of the food chain. Alternatively, Q2 solutions may just be very profitable and a great value added solution that IQVIA is happy to own. Developing a new product in the biopharma space is incredibly challenging. There are design barriers, capital to raise, and regulatory hurdles. The Scope Method provides consultative solutions to navigate industry-specific challenges. We've helped companies pivot into new therapeutic spaces, change trajectory through clinical insights, and empowered CEOs with tools to transform their data into stories that raise capital. The Scope Method will help you develop data-driven, strategic processes. Find out more at thescopemethod.com. Agios has sold their entire oncology wing to Servier Pharmaceuticals for $1.8 billion in cash, plus potential downstream milestones and royalties. The deal, announced back in December, also sees Agios hand over $344.5 million to Bristol Myers Squibb to purchase back their portion of stocks. This shift of capital away from oncology is based on the significant promise AGO sees in their lead product, Metabavat. Metabavat is in mid- to late-stage studies for PK deficiency, adult thalassemia, and sickle cell disease. See episode 20 for more. They're planning on spending nearly another billion across this year to repurchase stocks. They have a vision for Metabavat to be a blockbuster before they get there, strengthening their financial position is a major part of what they're doing with this cash infusion. Down the line, I imagine they could sell for enormous double-digit billions, do a mega billions market rollout deal, resell the shares with much higher market cap, or some combination of these moves. But this is all speculation. The specific reasoning behind the buyback is not totally clear to me, regardless of their corporate strategy. It's clear that Agios is banking on Metabavat, and they want to be in a fiscal position to capitalize when it comes to market. Alloy Therapeutics has raised a $75 million Series C. Alloy is working to democratize the drug development process. What does that mean, and how do you raise $75 million to do that? I'm not sure if I know, but they are providing access to their ATX GX platform. ATXGX is an affordable, in scientific terms, suite of immunocompetent transgenic mice that provide a range of value in developing medications. So are transgenic mice now worth billions? Well, not exactly. I think what they're really trying to do is create a collaborative ecosystem that maintains value through users and works as a power broker. This ultimately can then funnel partners into their services or consulting wing to work in contract development. Optionally, they may want to be a platform service where the value is people use them and therefore they are valuable. If that all sounds very Silicon Valley and model, that's because it is, and that's who's backing them predominantly. That's not to suggest there isn't some real value in what Alloy is doing. More that their B2B business model currently reads a bit more B2I. That's I for investor. With this round of funding, I'd expect to see more form and clear delineation articulated in their public face in the coming months. Until then, we'll just have to read between the B2I lines and assume they're a preclinical CRO lab solution. Thanks for joining me on the Niche Podcast, your weekly summary of the top news in the biotech, clinical trials, and life science industries. You can learn more at thenichepod.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Like, comment, subscribe, and most of all, share with your friends. If you like what you hear, please rate and review. It really helps us. Once again, I'm Dr. Noah Goodson, and I'll see you next week.